0: Welcome back to Fantasy OT. We're going to talk about some injury updates around the league. To kick things off, let's talk about Austin Eckler. Eckler is set to miss his second week in a row. And I'm not sure how close he is to coming back into the lineup. Joshua Kelly should get the starting knot again. He's coming off a week where he kind of had a dismal performance with 13 carries for 39 yards and missed his lone target. But I think he should have way more success this week. He's going up against a Minnesota team that's allowed the fifth most rushing yards in the league and is fresh off getting torched by DeAndre Swift for 175 yards. Look for Kelly to have a big game, and I would definitely pencil him into your lineups if you have him. Next up, Joe Burrow. Burrow was able to get a limited practice in on Friday, but he seems more doubtful than he does questionable. It would not be surprising if the Bengals take things careful with their star that they just paid $275 million to and hold him out. Given that this calf issue has been an issue for a while now, I think they're going to play it smart. I would look for a backup like Jared Goff or maybe even CJ Stroud. It just depends how risky you feel. But at this point, I would think that is probably not going to suit up this week and he's probably day-to-day moving forward. Now let's talk about some Detroit Lions. Ross St. Brown is dealing with a toe injury. He practiced in limited capacity on Thursday, but got a full practice on Friday and looks good to go. He is playing with a steel plate in his shoe, so that leaves me a little worried for re-injury, but if he's on the field, you have to start him. Next, Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds was dealing with a groin injury early in the week, but he had limited practices to start and then ramped up to a full practice. And he seems good to go. At this point, based on how he's played, I would put him in your lineups as a WR3 if you have him. Lastly, David Montgomery. David Montgomery is set to miss this week with a thigh bruise. And I think he may miss a couple more games just based on how he said he was feeling. This is a big upgrade for Jameer Gibbs. He's going to be a workhorse, at least for this game and maybe the next couple games. Craig Reynolds also gets a boost. If you're looking for like a dart throw RB3, he's definitely someone to consider as well. Next up, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle took a big hit to the head in the fourth quarter last week and entered the concussion protocol. He is still in the protocol, but was able to practice in limited capacity on Friday. So I would imagine, given that he practiced, he should get clearance before Sunday, but he's definitely someone you want to keep a close eye on 90 minutes before kickoff, just to make sure he is active. Now let's talk about some Packers. First up, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has been a big question mark this week. He was able to get a limited practice on Thursday and Friday, and all signs point toward him suiting up. But even if he does, I would imagine he might be on somewhat of a snap count or may not be at full capacity. He's also at a slight risk for re-injury. I mean, we're talking about a hamstring, and he's a running back, so if he tries to go full speed before that thing is ready, he could re-aggravate it. But based on how A.J. Dillon looked last week, I would imagine if he does get on the field, he's going to be involved pretty heavily. They need him, they sorely missed him last week, and he's clearly their best running back. Then, Christian Watson. Christian Watson was able to practice in limited capacity on Wednesday, took Thursday off, then practiced again in limited capacity on Friday. And so, it seems like he's set to make his debut this week. He, like Aaron Jones, is also at risk of re-injury because he's dealing with a hamstring, but if he's on the field, you gotta start him. Given his upside and target share, you really can't leave him on your bench if he is active. Let's talk about some Chiefs now. Isaiah Pacheco is dealing with a hamstring injury, but was able to put in a limited practice on Thursday and Friday. It seems like he's going to suit up as well, but maybe for insurance, if he can, I would grab Jarek McKinnon off the waivers if he's available. I don't think CEH is worth grabbing just because he's been so phased out and he clearly isn't that good. But if Pacheco suits up, I would go ahead and start him. He has a great matchup against Chicago. If he doesn't, I would consider plugging and playing Jarek McKinnon just because the matchup is so enticing. Then the other chief that's dealing with an injury, surprise, surprise, is Kadarius Toney. He's dealing with a toe injury, missed practice on Wednesday and Thursday but then practiced in limited capacity on Friday. I would bench him at this point. He's been so hard to trust this year between the drops, missing so much time in training camp, not being on the same page with Patrick Mahomes, and just given how much the Chiefs have been spreading the ball around, it's hard to trust any pass catcher in Kansas City. Let's stay in the AFC East. Jacoby Myers cleared concussion protocol, practiced this week, and is a full go. Also, Devontae Adams, who was being evaluated for a concussion, got clearance pretty early on in the week, Doesn't have an injury designation and should also be a full go. Next, Anthony Richardson. Richardson was not able to clear the concussion protocol and is set to miss this week. Gardner Minshew will get the nod. And I don't think it's much of a downgrade for any of the playmakers. I mean, that's basically only Michael Pittman and Zach Moss. But the Colts should still be competitive. And I would imagine that Richardson should be back in the lineup next week. Let's talk about some Titans now. DeAndre Hopkins, who's been nursing an ankle injury, was able to get a limited practice on Thursday, but then missed Friday. But from what he said, he's going to make the trip to Cleveland. And I would imagine he's going to suit up just like he did last week. He's the number one guy in this offense if he is ailing in any capacity look for traylon brooks to be involved a little more heavily then derrick henry derrick henry's been dealing with a toe issue kind of kept everybody on eggshells in the beginning of the week but by the end of the week he was able to get a full practice doesn't have an injury designation and should be good to go for his regular workload next the rookie phenom puka Nakua. nakua has been dealing with an oblique injury just like last week he was limited in practice on friday this week But he ended up suiting up last week, so I would imagine he's going to follow the exact same formula. He should be good to go on Monday night against Cincinnati. And if he's on the field, he should be a target hog just like he has been. Next, Amari Cooper. Cooper seemed like he wasn't going to play last week. He's been dealing with a groin injury, and he also picked up a shoulder injury coming out of that game. But he ended up suiting up last week, caught 7 of 10 targets for 90 yards, and played 74% of the snaps. So he doesn't have an injury designation anymore. It seems like he's going to be a full go this week. And I would imagine he's going to be relied on even more heavily moving forward, given that Nick Chubb's no longer in the lineup. Next, Justice Hill. Justice Hill was not able to practice this week. He's dealing with a foot slash toe injury. And so this backfield is pretty much Gus Edwards to lose. Um, I would imagine Kenyon Drake or Melvin Gordon should be called up from the practice squad. And it'll be sprinkled in here and there. But... All of the running should pretty much go through Gus Edwards. Another Raven that's out is Odell Beckham. He's dealing with an ankle injury. This should mean a pretty good upgrade for Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, and even Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar proved to have some value last week, and if you're looking for a dart throw WR3, he's someone to consider as well. Next up, Zay Jones. Jones is out this week with a knee issue, so I would imagine this is a good boost for Christian Kirk. Calvin Ridley's already the number one, but he'll probably get some more targets. And even Evan Ingram should see some more work next up brandon cooks cooks had no injury designation coming out of this week seems like he's over his mcl issue he's going up against the cardinals who have a bottom 10 defense So i think he has a pretty good chance to make his first splash as a dallas cowboy next up this one's pretty interesting kenneth gainwell gainwell has no injury designation after dealing with a rib issue in week one he seemed like he was the guy getting 18 touches and playing 62 of the snaps and then last week like we saw deandre swift looked like deandre swift so It's going to be really interesting to see how Nick Sirianni splits up the touches this week. I can't imagine that Gainwell is going to be phased out completely, but Sirianni said they're going to go with a hot hand. But I don't think Gainwell did anything to hurt his chances of at least locking down passing down work. I should mention they are going up against Tampa, which is one of the best rushing defenses in the league. So even if he does get a moderate workload, temper your expectations. Lastly, this doesn't really affect this week, but Kyler Murray is eligible to come off the PUP list after next week, but from what it sounds like, he's not going to be playing in week five. I would imagine they're going to take things slow with him, and if they continue to lose, they may just be conservative and keep him on the shelf for most of the year so they can get that number one pick. That's some injury news and updates around the league. Thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe and let me know how this information affects your roster in the comments below.